1: In my new book with Mark Tim, mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. With me today is Andrew Cap, who's an experienced entrepreneur and the number one bestselling author of the book, The Last Law of Attraction Book You'll Ever Need to Read. Andrew's helped thousands of entrepreneurs discover how to attract and manifest the money, relationships, health, and success they've always dreamed of. Andrew, thanks so much for joining us.
2: Seth, thank you so much for having me. Really excited to be here and uh, really looking forward to this conversation.
1: All right, so let's go back in time a little bit. What inspired you to write the book in the first place?
2: Wow, this is where I I try to uh, set a record for shortest version of a long story. Um, I have the same issue. It's it's you know it's funny because I learned about law of attraction back in probably two thousand three two thousand four, and when I learned about it, um, for me it was just me trying to find a positive modality as an entrepreneur even back then, to you know bring in more good things into my life and, I was inconsistent with it. I had my successes, I had my failures, and uh, I never really got it so to speak. And I kind of had a moment a couple years later two thousand eight where. I lost my business, that one that I was working on then, and a girlfriend of three years all in one week. And she didn't break up in person or even on the phone. She broke up over text, which is another way of saying it was a rough week. Um, And I kind of like, I obviously got hit really hard by it. And I kind of had this moment where like, listen, nothing's happening in my life. But whenever I did that law of attraction thing without stopping, it kind of worked. So I got really stubborn and indignant. And I said, I don't care what happens, when it happens, why it happens. I don't care about any of that. I'm gonna go all in, which is really just another way of saying I'm gonna do at least five minutes a day of gratitude or <laughs> visualization, right? I'm not gonna drive myself nuts with trying to do all day cause I knew that was unsustainable. But even that, the results that I experienced were miraculous. Within two weeks, I felt better, which is saying a lot with a broken heart. Within three months, I've got a brand new relationship, a way, way healthier one. And I'm over my ex. Within four months, I'm making more money than at any point in my life before then. And within six months, like everything's different. I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm running on all cylinders. And I finally figured out, not through another book or not through a YouTube video or even not through a mentor, but through my own personal life experience, that whatever this thing is, whether it's law of attraction or not, even though I think it's law of attraction, it works when you work it. And it was only in 2019 where I was starting a new business and I said to myself, I want to do something that really resonates with my life, where I'm not going to get bored interacting with customers. I'm not going to get bored going on awesome podcasts and talking about it. I'm going to be fully engaged and I can hopefully give value. And it was just then that I gave myself permission to finally try and articulate the things I knew that I used for myself to finally end the procrastination and finally implement what I knew was always working all along.
1: Okay. Now, the longer version of that story is obviously in the book. So, (laughs) which everyone should go check out. Um, I've read it myself. It's phenomenal. So, let's talk, let's unpack it a little bit. Why do you think, I mean, there are thousands and thousands of Law of Attraction books, YouTube videos, podcasts, people proclaiming to be experts or coaches. Why do you think there's so much noise out there? And why do you think what you were able to do is so much
2: different? Mm, Well, I mean, I think a lot of the noise is good natured. It's just people... um, Latching on to a really good idea and articulating it in their way and, you know, to try to be soft about it because who I I know I'm not perfect, but not necessarily addressing a key piece of the process, which is what I think makes my book different, which is actually what I try to do. Because whether it's the law of attraction or it's weight loss or it's making money or something, a lot of times people have this problem of over-consuming information and under-implementing it. And what I wanted to do in that book, you know, every law of attraction book worth its salt is going to explain the law of attraction, hopefully. And everyone is going to give you techniques that are hopefully user friendly enough that you can use them. I want to do those things, but also say, okay, let me hold up a mirror to the reader, the same mirror I had to hold up to myself to explain the psychology, the mechanics in the background as to why they will learn something, whether it's my book or any other book, get really excited but rather than finally do it and implement it, move on to something else. I figured if I could address that and if I could solve that for people, notice it's not the last Law of Attraction book you'll ever read, it's the last one you'll ever need to read. I want to make it so that it's finally their choice whether to finally stop the nonsense and over consuming information and finally just dive in and improve their lives.
1: Now, how have you gotten the word out because you've obviously are a product of the product and used your own principles that you discovered to help get the message out there. So let's talk a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, well, you know, there's two pieces, and thanks for asking. I mean, there's, you know, there's what people think of as law of attraction, (laughs) where I'm noting through gratitude all these things happening, and I'm visualizing all these things happening. But simultaneously, because I think um, people misunderstand the law of attraction that if you sit on your couch and visualize everything's going to magically happen, I say action is also good, but it has to be inspired. So along with being very deep about gratitude and visualization for all these, these things happening, I've taken inspired action. I, I will post on Facebook groups, as much value as possible that brings people to the group. I will very gratefully and very gladly go on awesome podcasts like yours and tell people about it. I When, when a five-star review comes in, I don't just like smile and, and bring someone over and say, hey, look, this is cool and, and let that be it. I will celebrate the review. I post it on social media. I thank the person. I will feature it in my YouTube channel, which by the way, I'm growing a YouTube channel in support of it. So part of what I feel is in getting the word out is really in embracing this because I really believe in it by just putting it out there any which way I can through YouTube videos, through Facebook posts, through conversations or any which way I can that will introduce this this information and my book to anyone that's willing to be open to it.
1: How has your, I mean, you have a specific where you talk about applying it to a business mm-hmm. and how entrepreneurs can benefit from it specifically. Talk a little bit about some of that.
2: Yeah, well, the thing is people in general, we we are very crafty at getting in our own way. Entrepreneurs, in my opinion, are even more innovative than than regular people. In, in, I'm putting air quotes. Yeah. Um, Therefore, they're even more innovative in getting in their own way. And I think it really is a thing where when you are willing to to experience, to kind of put yourself through the process of intense visualization using your already very powerful imagination, and when you're able to engage in gratitude, inspirational ideas will come to you. I think a key thing, I think this is where I'm going with this. I think a lot of entrepreneurs struggle because they are forcing themselves to only do things that they don't want to do rather than embracing things that actually light them up sometimes people will will have a product that they don't even care about, only because they think that it makes money, which it does. But are you going to be there a year from now when someone's emailing you asking you how it works? Are you going to be excited about it? Are you going to be enthusiastic? So I think a huge thing, again, entrepreneurs have such creative power. A lot of it's in understanding that the law of attraction is about feeling good and inviting good things. Therefore, I mean, obviously, sometimes we have to do things that aren't fun, but you want to at least be injecting as much fun as possible, and you want to at least be leaning in the direction of doing as many tasks that are healthy for your business that you actually enjoy doing, so that you won't burn out, so that you'll be that much more excited, that you'll basically be up for the challenge every single day without it feeling like some kind of chore that you wish you wish you, uh, you wish you can get out of.
1: I think that makes a lot of sense. Why you talked about us being as entrepreneurs being extra creative and crafty at getting in our own way and sabotaging our own efforts why do
2: you think that is so this is believe it or not and you asked me before what makes my book different I'm, i'm gonna lower my sales by giving away what i think is the the most important secret that answers that question and i would ask people to bear in mind because i'm not a clinical psychologist here so i'm using my own definitions with loaded words that we all understand but with that said the way i see it we've got three minds we've got the conscious mind we've got the subconscious mind and right in the middle we've got what i define as the ego the ego being way stronger than the conscious mind but nothing compared to the subconscious and the ego as i define it only has one job seth and that's to keep you alive which is good news and bad news because that means wherever you are in your life right now whatever money problems you have whatever relationship problems you have even whatever health problems you have all your ego knows is that right now in this moment you are alive and it doesn't really want to risk a change in the status quo that it cannot predict your survivability. For example, there's people out there that want to be rich and famous, but for all your ego knows is when you are famous, you're going to get a bunch of stalkers, and that's a threat to survival. For all the ego knows is even though you want money and you're going to be more comfortable and you're going to be more satisfied, that money is going to attract distant family that's going to come out of the woodwork and try to take it from you, another threat to your survival. So your ego loves you. It really does, and this is a misguided attempt to protect you but one thing to keep in mind is since only your survival is important to it, it does not care about your fulfillment, your satisfaction, or your comfort. And it's important to keep that in mind because your ego being stronger than the conscious mind, that's when you find yourself talking out of working out. I mean, everyone should work out every day. We know how healthy it is, but we talk ourselves out of it. And, and other, you know, that, that appointment we should make or that lead that we should call or whatever it might be. So for me skipping ahead into answering another question what can we do about this well that's where at least in my opinion these techniques of gratitude or visualization come in because they bypass the ego access the subconscious mind and allow that to do a lot of the heavy lifting for us whether that means governing our actions um in in an automatic way for those that don't believe in the law of attraction or reaching out and vibrating in sync with the universe to invite circumstances and people and events that will give us the reality that we want if you believe in that sort of thing or my belief, a combination of both.
1: What do you think it is that's got people, other than an amazing title, obviously, with a great claim on it and an irresistible promise, what do you think it's, why do you think people are resonating more with your book? I mean, you've sold so many copies and helped so many people. Why do you think it's having such an impact?
2: Well, first of all, thanks for the uh, the compliment on the title and and you get this. I know a lot of people get this. It's a dangerous title for me in that if I don't actually live up to the bold promise, I'll get killed in reviews. So I guess to everyone listening out there, it's a, it's a reminder of make a really bold promise as long as you can actually keep it. And, you know, I mean, I believe that it stands out and and I'm so grateful to get good reviews on it because I believe it does articulate the things that a lot of other authors just don't. And it isn't because the authors refuse to, or even that those other authors think that I'm wrong. It's just for whatever reason, a lot of them are about explaining the law of attraction and giving you methods and sending you on your way. Whereas me, I'm someone that has succeeded and failed so much with it and kind of worked out in my own way, how I got in my way. And I just wanted to express that. I wanted to deliver that through this book in a way that people would finally be like, okay, I get this, it clicks. I can finally give myself permission to do this and do it long enough, mind you, to get a result because once I get that result, I'm not learning from Andrew. I'm not learning from his book. I'm learning from my own life experience and I'm forever changed and no one can take that away from me.
1: I think that's beautiful. I liked one of the things I found different because I am a self-development junkie. I have read hundreds of books and on the topic and I think one of your, one of the differences of yours is it, it was the most practical? Like, do this today. Do this mm. exercise tomorrow. It was something I could easily follow along with. It wasn't so spiritual or air, I wasn't lost in the clouds trying to figure it out. It was specific, practical, actionable, bite-sized chunks which stack on top of each other. So I think that's one of the things that makes it work so well. What are what do you like best about
2: what you're doing now? Um. Pff- Honestly, it, it, I want to try to answer this without sounding pretentious. It's hard to do it. Um, what I love best is, is the feedback I get from people and not even like in, in the reviews. It's, it's in the, the private emails that people send me. And we're talking like legit deep stuff. People that are using this information as a, you know, we'll call it an excuse to get themselves, themselves out of an abusive relationship or people that are using this to, you know, I did um, an interview with someone on my YouTube channel where she used the content to go from about to lose her job to getting a minimum of a hundred grand in sales every single month. So for me, the exciting part is the the affirmation that the content really is reaching people and connecting with people in a solid enough way that they can actually use it. And just to really quick back up, one thing that you made me think of when you were, thank you for the excellent compliment on my book. One other secret, um, that i was very intentional about is i used to be a copywriter it was very important for me to write the book with a sense of flow so that the reader would experience an ease in getting through the whole thing because i think a lot of us especially when we get a bunch of weight loss books or law of attraction books or whatever we're so busy we don't even finish the book and i think a key for me was i wanted to make sure that it flowed in a way that it was an invitation and there was an ease to it that people can flow through the whole thing get the whole experience get the whole wave almost like a song The way a song will have the chorus and it'll have the bridge. It'll people can experience the whole thing.
1: I definitely I was definitely easier to read than a lot of Law of Attraction books I've read. It definitely felt like I was going down a path um, that I wanted to go down. So I'll agree with that 100 percent. Can you talk about some of the, you talked about your own life, but obviously what other people say is three times more powerful. Can you give some examples of some of those things that you've seen other people do as a result of reading and implementing your book?
2: Yeah. My favorite recent one was was someone who started out my 90-day program and he he wrote me an email. He's like, I, I was at zero and I was like at the brink and 20 days into the program, he basically had $10,000 coming into him that week. And the following week, he said 50,000 is on the way. And that was like two weeks ago. So I haven't heard back from him since. So I'll hope and assume that that 50 grand followed the 10. Um, but I know that's, that's um, you know, a money piece. Someone did recently say that, you know, she did it, she, and this was a briefer email. She basically said that she connected with someone who she thinks is the true love of her life. Again, early on, but also to give credit just to t- the uh, the methods and even a spotlight off me. One thing I teach in the book is this thing called scripting, and um, scripting is basically just journaling about your life in the present tense as if you're already living your dream life. And a friend of mine who I met before I ever wrote the book and before I ever knew that she was into this, she used scripting without reading my book, just the the uh, the, uh, the element of it, to go from three hundred dollars in the bank to one point six million in like 16 months. So that's a big difference. Um, yeah, in, in and out of my book, it's really, you know, again, I'm, I'm glad to, to credit, hopefully the presentation of the book, but just it's the law of attraction. If anyone that gets in the sweet spot of just doing this every single day without too much of an over-attachment to the outcome and an open invitation for things to unfold in an easy way, maybe even a better way than they could be thinking of, ideally they will be sticking with long enough and there'll be an ease and a flow to it where things will just happen and they'll pick up and maybe there'll be a dramatic thing in one week or maybe there'll be a bunch of little things that lead to the dramatic thing. And I think a key of that is just being open and not overly invested on how it's going to play out and rather just say, I welcome better changes. And PS, even if these changes never come, Andrew says I only have to do gratitude for five minutes a day. And the only thing that's costing me is five minutes where I'm thinking about good stuff rather than worrying about all the other things in my life that I usually worry about.
1: That's an excellent point. So talk a little bit about the business side mm-hmm. um, uh, of the business, because obviously you have other resources for folks to go deeper beyond the book. Talk a little bit about what comes next.
2: Yeah, you know, it's so funny. I'm, I also break rules in the way that business coaches would probably yell at me. Um, I have products, but I don't have many. So like right after the book, I have a thing called Gravity of the Cosmos, which is basically, um, if the the book is like the ultimate law of attraction workout, Gravity of the Cosmos is your personal trainer walking you through the workouts if you want it, like through video form, if you don't want to do it yourself. So I I created that just as this way of saying, okay, you're out of your own way, you know that this works, and if you still can't do it, here's 90 days of videos of me walking you through it so you don't even have to decide what method to do that day. Boom! You've got three months worth of momentum. Um, I also have a new product that I put out um, last month. Um, it's a once-a-year type of thing. I only offer it once a year. It's called Escape Velocity, and all that's just focused on gratitude. Where it's thirty days of gratitude exercises, and the theory behind it is like you know we all think about like a rocket ship launching out into space. It uses like ninety percent of its fuel just to break the atmosphere, and then it only takes ten percent to go all the way to the moon and back, which is like two two hundred thousand plus miles either way. So. The theory behind that product is that when you just build up enough momentum and you break that point of negativity and resistance that you're used to, your negative thought patterns, everything from there gets easy and you can really very easily dive into gratitude every single day and invite a lot more good things.
1: All right. That is amazing advice. It's an incredible book. I know you are a voracious reader and consumer of content. What are three of your favorite books and you can't quote your own?
2: Mm. (laughs) So I'll tell you the first book I ever learned that really just – Introduced me to mindset before even getting Law of Attraction was a book called What to Say to you, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Helmstetter. Uh, really excellent book that taught me a lot about the mechanics of the mind. Um, it's a short book, but I'm, I'm really into um, As a Man Thinketh, which I think is by James Allen. Don't quote me on the author name. And to give props to another um, Law of Attraction book... Um, Actually, I'm just going to cheat and give two. One's The Magic by Rhonda Byrne, because she walks you through 28 days of gratitude. And I think gratitude is the most important element of all this. And um, Just Ask the Universe um, by Michael Samuels, I believe. Um, Again, a short 100-page book where the the reason I love his book, um, which I think has in common with mine, is he's very intentional about making it a very easy invitation to just do this, to not overthink it, to not put pressure on yourself, to not judge yourself, to just lean in and let good things happen.
1: All right, great recommendations. Amazing book. Um, for our folks who are watching or listening and want to learn more, where is the
2: best place for them to go? Thanks for asking. Uh, two easy links. Uh, first one is lastlawofattractionbook.com, and that'll auto forward to the Amazon listing where you can get it on Kindle or paperback or audiobook if you prefer. But if you don't want to pull out your wallet, that's cool. Free is always a good thing, and um, you can feel free to go to youtube.com/AndrewCap. All my free content in support of the book. I'll teach new methods. Um, you don't hear it here, but I do my really weird sense of humor. So hopefully it's a little bit funny. And I try to add like a lot of variety there so that just people have a lot to play with. But most importantly, whichever way they go, I just hope that they have an invitation to take the content and use it in a way that works best for them because that's the most important thing.
1: Awesome. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Andrew Cap from the last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read. Andrew, thanks so much for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me, man. I really enjoyed this interview.
1: I really appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his Perfect Pitch Cheat Sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727 888-2100.